Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. so excited to be here. How y'all doing? It's Breakthrough with Brig. And I have a special guest today. I can be even more excited to introduce one of my clients. I decided I want to start spotlighting the women that I work with. I keep telling y'all that I work with some badass women. And so I was like, I'm going to ask a couple of them to come through share their stories because I know when we share our stories, that's how we get inspired. That's how we realize, oh, it's not just me. And of course, I'm a little selfish. Maybe some of you guys will decide, maybe I want to work with Brit. So I have one of my clients. I'm going to let her introduce herself to you. And her name is Marcia Thomas Bain. And I'm excited. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Uh, well, thank good. you for the invite. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you jumped. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 21 is about jumping, right? <laughs> right. It's about jumping. That's an inside joke for us because when I first asked her, you guys, she really was like a little reluctant and she just said, you know what? I'm starting to jump. So thank you for jumping. <laughs> so. Tell us, what was it that brought you to wanting to reach out? Where were you? What was going on? Well, I was in a stage in my life where I was searching for being a better person. Mm -hmm. And I am going through divorce and um, there's so many issues that are coming up and there's so much emotional stuff that I had found in myself on like a hamster wheel. It was like, I'm in, I'm out. I'm just in the same place. I am normally into a lot of uh, self-help But for some reason, I was stuck. Um, Mm -hmm. I couldn't let go of things. And I really did believe that I was in need of help, help of, you know, just releasing the frustration, just releasing the shame and releasing the hurt. And so I was on the search for that. And I came across an interview that you were on uh, with Brooke Castile. And I was like, oh, man, I felt a connection from the things that you were saying as being a black woman in this world and owning our power and being the best person that we can be. And that person, that better person will help me do the things that I aspire to do. So that's why I took, as we said in the beginning of this, I jumped and called. And I think the connection was good for me. And I was so happy that I was able to do the coaching. Okay. So good. I'm so glad. I remember our console and I just remember you were always moving. Like everything was like, I got to move. I got to move. I got to move. You remember that? Yes. Very well, because I didn't realize I was moving all the time until you brought it to my attention. And then I had to laugh because after our first session, I was like, okay, you're still moving. You need to work on that. Yeah, it was funny. And as I said, I was on this hamster wheel of my thoughts. And that was the biggest thing for me is understanding, taking control of my thoughts, Mm -hmm. uh, 
how they contributed to um, the results that I was getting. Right, right. So what was your day like now, as opposed to what's your day like then? What's the difference? It's me being in control of my thoughts. It's me being in control of my emotions and, and mm-hmm. things that happen. And I also think a big part of that is just working on myself 360 mm-hmm. um, and dealing with the physical aspects, my emotional aspects, and just wanting to be at peace and to be like whole, like I say, 360, just to be a whole person feeling good and understanding that that good is about living. And then living is about taking the good with the bad. Right. Right. Yeah. I remember the first couple of sessions that we had and I remember us like working on the, I got to keep moving. Where is it? And where were we going? What were you expecting that was going to happen as opposed to what it really was like? What were you expecting it was going to be like, as opposed to what it was really like? Was it kind of what you was expecting or was it different? Um, are you talking about the coaching or yeah, like, the, okay. coaching. Mm-hmm. the coaching was, I didn't have any expectations because um, mm-hmm. one of the things that I wanted to not do was is to constantly expect something. And mm-hmm. then if it didn't meet what I expected to feel you know down or upset about it. So when I uh, reached out to do the coaching, I wanted to come in it open and right. to be receptive to whatever that process was going to be. That's so good. Cause so, so many of my clients have that, but uh, there are a couple who come to me and they have like expectations through it and it always like jacks them up. Like it really derails them. It's like, I should be here by now, or this is what it's supposed to look like as opposed to just going and trusting the journey. I'm so glad you did that. Cause I think that was one of the reasons why we were able to do so much work. You was just open for all of it. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Well, I, I think in what you're saying is, is that that's where I was in my life. I was always questioning and then I was, you know, the things that you were just saying. So I decided that in order to move forward, I mm-hmm. need to let go some things. Right. Tell me about working on accepting yourself. That was one of the things that we did. Mm-hmm. Well, that's about that 360 acceptance as well. And that was about, I had a lot of judgment on choices that I made and things that I've done. And I put a lot of pressure on myself. You know, they always say, um, you're your biggest critic. That was holding me back and not accepting that I was okay right where I was. You know, the self-acceptance piece was really big for me and giving myself grace. Right. I remember you not realizing how judgmental you were against yourself and me like constantly showing you that. That was one of the things that's like, you know, you're judging yourself right now. (laughs) I know. And I could tell when I was, how about we got a little bit further. I could tell when I was judging myself by your face because you were about to, (laughs) you were about to say, you know, you're judging yourself. So I'll I'll go up and I go, okay, she's going to tell me I'm judging myself. So, yeah. So, yeah. So I did learn the piece of the whole process. And then also working with that model was, is that it helped me stop myself when I was going on the path that I didn't want to be on, thinking about those things that didn't serve me and were a waste of my time. (laughs) Right, right, right. Tell me about the people-pleasing. That was worse than the judging, right? Because I've been a people-pleaser. Well, I was. As I said to you the other day, I'm a reformed people-pleaser. Yes. Um, Always doing things that I probably, if I thought about it, I didn't really want to do. 
and always being helpful and not thinking of how that affected me before I jumped in. Right. So that was a big thing. And it's okay. It's, you know, how you say no is no. Right. Um, I've learned, ooh, I'm so good at it now. I've learned to say thank you, but I'm going to pass on that, you know. Right. And it's not about, I had to learn, and it's something you have to learn to accept, but it's something that you actually, in the back of your mind, know that no is okay, but for some reason, you don't want to let people down. You want to hurt people's feelings. And, you know, I, as I've been growing uh, in this new season, mm-hmm. um, I realized it's no, and you, I just keep it moving now. I don't get caught up in how other people are perceiving it. Right, right. So... What was it exactly, or if you had anything, what was it that surprised you? Like, what was one of your ahas or something that like really surprised you? About myself or about the... Mm-hmm. About yourself in, or the coaching process? Constant, yeah, I was in constant motion. I didn't realize that I was in constant motion. I got years of movement. So it didn't, I was like, what does she mean? And then it was like, okay, I'm going to take that, that she sees my hamster wheel that I've been saying that I'm on. Right. Um, and the hamster wheel was a little bit greater. It's like in a circular motion, but I was still, even if I got off the hamster wheel, I was still moving. You know, it's like, I've got to, those are those notions that I have to be at a certain place at a certain time and not accepting that I'm good right where I'm at. Right. And that to move forward, I need to accept who I am, what I am and how I'm doing. And it's okay to just be who I am. Right. And the surprising thing is, is that you became more efficient, right? Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's like, oh, you mean when I stop moving and stop all the mind chatter, like I become mm-hmm. even more efficient? Yeah, the oh. mind chatter was when we did the model and stuff. That was very helpful. Like I said, it helped me see like how my thoughts were actually creating this result of the hamster wheel. Right, right. I think it's common for. I know all women because we're socialized this way, but especially black women, we're socialized to be doers. And I would always remind you, like, we just get to be like we're human doings. That's how society values us. But we get to value ourselves and take back our power and be human beings. Mm -hmm. Our tendency is to think that if I stop doing, then I'm going to become complacent. But actually, we're actually even more effective. Yeah. So it's breathing space. When you're able to breathe instead of being a flurry, it's much more productive. Right. So good. What's the impact been for you of doing this coaching with like your family? I think I'd have to say that I'm much more consistent. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And I'm like, what is she talking about? No, I'm much more consistent. I think Mm -hmm. I'm much more mindful Mm -hmm. and I'm actually much more clear on the things that I want, I'm doing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me that your son said something about like when you first started working with me. No, he says a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I think he might have said something on the on the lines that I'm, I'm much more clear or much more. I'm not as anxious. I think he hit that. Right. right. I remember you got on a call and you were like, my son said, I'm like, I'm calmer now. I'm not mm-hmm. like, what's mm-hmm. going on? He's like, mom, what you doing? You calmer mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's so amazing. I just had a coaching call with a client and she was talking about how, when she first started coaching, her husband said, no, you're not going to stop because he was reaping the benefits of it. 
like, no, you're not stopping. <laughs> it is a good thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Tell me about work. How has doing this helped you at work or impacted you at work? I think it's the same as family. I'm much more um, focused. I'm not indecisive about things that need to get done. I'm much more organized. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's about the same. It has because I am not reacting right to things. I'm like, well, I think you're having a moment today. I'm going to let you work through it. You take care. Right? As opposed yeah. to as opposed to what? Well, as opposed to like, what do you mean by that? Right. You no, know, I'm like, nope, that's a personal problem. And we're not, not going to address that. I'll wait until you come down and we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's like understanding like, oh, they're saying some words. You can just put it in the model like you're saying some words and I get to choose how I'm going to react. Mm-hmm. Just so much more powerful. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was it like working with me? Go ahead and tell them. Spill the goods. Listen, I enjoyed it, but it was challenging initially because mm-hmm. I can't. Like I said, I came in open. Mm hmm. I wasn't completely open. I kept saying, what What did she say? But no, but it's been very helpful. And and I am so thankful that I came is because it's really has been helpful to have someone observe and see and then tell you and then walk you through it. Right. The model, like I said, when we did the model, it was, it was interesting to me initially. And then I just kept using it, you know, when I was having those moments where I was like, what does that mean? And it was like, mm-hmm. why are you feeling that way? Like checking in on myself and my mm-hmm. emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was having a bad day or if I was going through a situation, learning the model helped me like process that in a way that I could have grace with myself. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. For those of you don't that don't know what the model is, the model is one of the tools that I use that helps it's like a tool that actually shows you how you're showing up, how what you're thinking is creating what your reality is. And it's it's a great tool that a lot of my clients love using. And I show I show you how to use it and then encourage you to use it for yourself. And then we come back and talk about it. But um, yeah, that's that's what the model is. It's just one of one of my coaching tools um, amongst many. But yeah. Yeah. So was it a lot of hard work, though? Initially, it was because initially I had to like look at what I was creating. And, um, you know, there was, you know, there was a little resistance to like, really? But after I, you know, after I actually, like I said, continue to come in open Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. willing to receive, Mm -hmm. um, it got easier, you know, know, I did have Oprah moments, you know, um, (laughs) I'm like, why am I crying? Um, but, but, um, I remember you would say like, you're not gonna make me cry today. (laughs) Moment for me. Cause you know, that's not, look, it, to me, that wasn't my thing. That's saved for like sad movies and things like that, you know, but yeah, even in that space, getting that, that was, you know, give yourself grace. And doing that was sort of like releasing pressure. It was releasing the energy, the negative energy in the body. So that was really helpful to me as well, even though, you know, in the beginning I resisted, but, you know, as we went on, it was like, okay, let me get a tissue. (laughs) Yeah. So that was very, it was, it was a part of the process and the process um, was extremely helpful in me understanding that 
the mind is pretty powerful and that I need to, to keep her in check. Right. Mm -hmm. I loved the work that we did with helping you process emotions and like feel your emotions because it was like that F line. I'm like, what are you feeling? And you'd be like, uh, and yeah, I think that's just what we're taught as black women. Like we don't have time for that. We don't have time to feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts about that now? Well, I mean, I think it's a necessary process and you were consistent in reminding me that that was a part of my growing up. It's like, never let them see you sweat. You've mm -hmm. got to, you've got to be here. Or you've got to keep moving forward or you've got to do this better. Those external messages, right. um, sometimes family messages, because that is, you know, that is who we are as a people survivors. Right. So it is no situation that you can't handle. And right. sometimes in handling those situations, particularly the difficult ones, you don't let people see you sweat. You keep right. it moving right. so that you can survive and overcome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so giving you permission to actually feel your feelings. Yeah. And I love the fact that you would say, I just felt it. Like towards the end, you were like, yeah, I was feeling this way. And I just sat down and I just felt it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's a big one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also like you actually moved to like really embracing self-love and self-care. Talk about that. Well, I, you know, initially I, I always love to care for myself. I am like, um, I'm in for a beauty product or something to make me feel good. So that's, that's just always been a part of me, mm -hmm. but I've done it, but I've not, what I know recently I do it. I do it intentionally. You know, mm -hmm. it's like something that I would do, but now it's like intentional. It's like, okay. Like even my day is totally different. You know, like I go at a certain time, it's time to get ready for the next day. I have my facial stuff. I got my body stuff I do. And it's just really for me has been um, just doing everything that makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Cause you know, like we were talking the other day and you were saying like, I love my morning routine. Now I've got my ritual down. I've got mm -hmm. this down. Like you're just like, mm -hmm. I just feel so good. Mm -hmm. You're talking about like, you feel so much lighter now. Well, I think it also comes with having a routine. You know, when I was on the wheel, I called the hamster wheel and I was on the wheel, I was just moving, you know, mm -hmm. that my, my, uh, my theme moving, just moving. Right. But now it's so much more intentional like from waking up and doing my meditation and journaling and then doing my workout. It's just, my life is so much more intentional. And then my day starts and I've gotten things that are important to me mm -hmm. done before I start working on other things. My profession is to do for other people. So just making sure that I take care of myself before I start the day, it's been great. And, and like, I, I even have my nighttime rituals, you know, um, before I go to bed, and that has been great as well. This whole process for me and, and wanting the coaching and the outcome of the coaching has made it so that I'm just much more intentional about my person in you know, my personal space. Yes. Yeah. So, good. so good. Okay. So a lot of people think because I use the tag word on my website, unfuckwithable, that I'm this mean, harsh <laughs> Like coaching with me is like direct <laughs> and like I have a switch and what was you it like? Switch. You have an eyebrow. <laughs> 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 you 
not a switch, it's an eyebrow. It's like when you keep going to a certain place, you're like, why is she still there? So, and then you're all, then it's like the eyebrow and then the question of why. And then, you know, then you have to reach inside and figure that out. So, yeah. (laughs) Right, right. Was it fun though? Yeah, I had a good time. You know, it's one of been the one of the best experiences that I have had in the self-care area of just seeing like how I'm thinking and what that does to me again, 360. What's that what's that mean to me completely? Right. Um, it has. It has been a wonderful experience and I appreciate it. All right. What's the difference between like, if you could say it, like between coaching and actually reading it in a book? Because you were, like you said, you were doing all the self-help, listening to all the podcasts, everything. What was the difference? Like if you knew someone who was in your same place right now, listening to all the podcasts, doing all the books, what would you tell them the difference was between doing that and actually hiring a coach? For me, it was the accountability. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I've done all that. And I, and being honest with yourself, I think most importantly for me, it's just being honest with myself that the things that I was doing and that had worked for me in the past weren't working um, because I was on that hamster wheel. And I'm just thinking like, how the heck do I get off of this wheel? Mm-hmm. And like I said, God, the universe works in mysterious ways. Like I said, I just came across um, your talk that day. And that was the difference for me. It was like, I needed accountability. I needed someone outside of myself to see me and to see what I was doing to me. Right. And help me get over the hurdles of being stuck. Right. I think that was what was most helpful to me. Right. I love it to say it like Albert Einstein talks about it, like the mind who created the problem cannot be the same mind that solves the problem. Yep. It's like someone outside of you had to show you what you were doing, what you were thinking, because you were believing all your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so having someone go, is that true? Like, why are you thinking that, boo? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going yeah. on? Like, Yeah. And then seeing that, I love the fact that I created the program to be six months on purpose, because I love the fact that you said, like, when you first started, there was like, what's she talking about? She crazy. And but the reason why is because I know that you're going to have that period. My clients are going to have that period where they do that and then they come down and like settle into it. And then we really get to work. But that resistance to it is because like you're believing your thoughts. And then little by little, I help you see like it's optional to believe that. Like that was actually given to you from society or whatever. Like who told you that was true, right? And Mm -hmm. I love the fact that you were just willing to go through all of it. Like Mm -hmm. you came to each coaching call on time ready. Mm -hmm. Well, except for the couple of times where you I was way before, I was way before the call. (laughs) You were like, not today, sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, wrong time. Look, okay. Tomorrow. <laughs> Show up sometime. I'm like, wait a minute. I got two people here. Like, she's not supposed to be here. What you on here for? <laughs> that, that was when I was trying to get that schedule together. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we did work on calendaring for you too. Like yeah. we did. We worked on a lot. What else did we work on? We did. A, we did the calendar. We did. So we even did time management because mm-hmm. remember I was saying that I really needed some Cause I was like, just a lot, you know, mm-hmm. between. but again, that was my thought. Right. It was a lot, you know, it's like, I kept catching myself when I was thinking things like, even when I was thinking, I'm so overwhelmed. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not really overwhelmed. Right. This is, you need to figure that out. So I think right. it, it, 
it was helpful in that it checked my thoughts on all aspects of my life and my space. Right, right. And I love the fact that you embrace because I I teach people how to like call yourself out on your own bullshit because that's what I'm doing. I'm calling you out on it. You literally embrace that. Like you just said, like, oh, you're not overwhelmed. It's your thought. You just embrace that calling yourself out on what was really actually happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You were so good at that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm real good at. Like I said to you, what was it a couple of days ago? I keep saying to myself, "What was I thinking?" You know? <laughs> it's like really, yeah. I even called myself on like the whole thought process as we were going through it. Girl, get it together, you know. So yeah, it's not as bad as we think it is, right? So yeah, yeah. So what's up for you for the future now? What do you got going on? What are you gonna do well, with all this? Well, I'm going to continue to, um, like I said, it's dealing with that life, taking the 50-50, the good, mm-hmm. the bad, and mm-hmm. um, and moving myself forward. I have uh, a couple of ideas for some things that I want to implement in helping others. Right. Just I've been helped. I'm not a very, how do you say, social media kind of person. I really haven't been on it for, I'm just recently getting on it. Uh-huh. And I'm created um, an Instagram page called The Other Side of Divorce, T-O-S-O, to work with women. It's my goal to work with women who are experiencing the things that I've experienced and to give back and let them understand that it's okay. Right where you are is okay. And um, that's something that I'm working on. It's real new. I'm trying to find my way with it, but I'm doing that. Oh, I don't I can't think of a better person to help people on the other side of divorce than you, because I mean, we you did that work. Right. Like, and just to where you are now, you own where you are now so beautifully. And like, you came to the work just willing and accepting and like ready to do it. So, if any of you guys are getting ready to go through a divorce or on the other side of divorce, please follow her. And I can't wait to see what she's going to come up with, what she's going to do with all this unbound energy now that she has to put onto others and serve others. I can't wait to just watch you continue to grow and blossom and use all of your skills and brilliance for the world. Thank you. Absolutely loved coaching you. And it was my honor and my privilege to show up every week with you and like to show you your brilliance. I always saw it. Like, I love the fact that I see my clients at their highest self. Always, no matter what they're bringing in, I'm like, yeah, you're there. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I, I thank hope, you. <laughs> I hope you accept it. I hope you felt that. Oh, I did. Even when there was a struggle, I could feel that you're like, no, you need to get over that. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's been it. Like I said, it's been a wonderful experience. It has helped me tremendously. And you know, I, as I said to you uh, the other day, I'm very into seeing what 21 brings. Right. Right. So, any last words? What would you tell somebody who's on the fence about? maybe considering coaching? I would say give yourself grace and give yourself an opportunity to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's okay. You are okay. How do they say we are enough? Right. Uh, It is okay where you are, but sometimes you just need a little bit of help. And sometimes you need someone to see you differently so that you can see you differently. Right. I think we as Black women have this thing of like, we consider it a weakness if we get help or if we ask for help because we're supposed to be good at everything. I think giving yourself permission, like it's okay. Like I I heard this thing, like you don't have to be strong to be strong, Mm -hmm. right? Like that is a a sense of strength too, is to know when you, when you want help Mm -hmm. to go alongside you. Mm 
But I appreciate you. Thank you oh, for coming up and coming. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you are so welcome. All right, guys. Hope you got a little peek of coaching spotlight. And again, follow Marcia on the other side of divorce, her Instagram page and look her up, follow her, give her all the love and support as she continues with this. And we're just going to look for her as she blossoms into this amazing person who gives all this out to the world. I can't wait to see it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye guys. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to brickjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. Brickjohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time. Thank you.